You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, my friends. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says. And this is S. Anthony Thomas. That's right, it's me. The one and only. The one you love. The one you listen to every week. Me! And I want to say thank you to everybody, because um, there's been a lot new, a lot more uh, new people coming on listening to the podcast. And I just want to say thank you. Welcome. I want to say welcome to you, and thank you very much for joining in with my longtime pod fab who've been listening to me the entire time, and... You know, I really appreciate that, you know, you guys, you guys have been reblogging and retweeting me and all that kind of stuff. And yes, you've been writing me some nice stuff. Thank you for that. And um, I hope you guys hang out and stay and listen every week like everybody else and tell your friends, tell a friend, you bastards, tell everybody, you bastards, because I said so. That's right. (laughs) Well, folks, let's get into it. And you know what I'm going to talk to you about? Consequences, my friend. Consequences and the fact that there aren't enough of them for people that do dumb crap. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, if you do stupid things and bad things happen to you, people always go, oh, it's karma. Karma got him. And if you that's just your karma and if karma is going to get you and karma, karma, karma. And in some ways, I kind of I kind of agree with that. But people always the way they describe karma, many people who, who don't understand the concept of it literally think that there's. A thing called karma, a dude or a lady that sits back in a chair watching everybody and they go, oh, you did that? <laughs> Let me look at the clock. In about an hour, I'm going to get you, damn it. That's right. I'm coming to get you. You have know, people say your karma's going to get you. Well, I'm karma and I'm going to get you. And it's really not the case. You can take all the metaphysical and religious stuff out of karma. You don't need that part of it. You know why bad things happen to people sometimes when they do bad things? It's because bad actions get bad results because you put yourself in a bad position. If you're the kind of person that walks around just picking fights with people and you're a big, strong guy and you can whip most people's ass, eventually you're going to run across somebody who's a pissed off person who has six black belts and six different types of martial arts who's just waiting to whoop somebody's ass. And you're going to go up there, hey, buddy, you bumped on my shoes. And he's going to look back at you like, oh, oh, yeah, this is the best. He just spilled a beer on me on purpose. Thank you. I'm going to get to beat the shit out of this guy. I'm so used to hitting people in tournaments that actually know how to fight back. And even them, I whoop their asses. But this guy right here, when I whoop this guy's ass, no one's going to help him. Everybody in here hates him. Oh, this is the best. In fact, I'm going to let him say more shit to me and do, and, and I'm going to act really scared so we can get even closer. And I'm going to kick the shit out of him. Hey, buddy, I really don't want to fight. Oh, you don't want to fight. That's because you're a pussy. You're a punk. Huh? Huh? Oh, no, please don't pull my shirt anymore. I really don't want this. I wonder if everybody, uh, I think that's enough uh, pretending to be afraid. I let him rough my rough me up a little bit. I let him mess up my shirt. I actually let him hit me a couple of times. And now, for those of you that don't know what that is, that's the fight music from the old Star Trek series. You know, whenever somebody would fight in Star Trek, that music would come on. Especially when Captain Kirk was fighting. Yeah, you watch too much TV land. Shut up. 
And then he gets up and whoops the guy's ass. Those are the consequences. He could have been in that bar with that same guy who went on to whip his ass, not done anything. He could have walked up to him and said, hey, what's going on, buddy? They could have actually become friends or at the very least been the kind of acquaintance that you run across on, a, on a, uh, occasionally at some place that you probably never see the guy again, but you have a pleasant experience with him. And your karma, if you believe in that stuff, if you believe in karma the way other people believe, the karma will be sitting in a chair going, hey, that guy's being nice to that guy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get them, but this time I'm going to get them in a good way. I'm going to make them friends. But no. The consequences of being a douchebag and picking on everybody, eventually you're going to run across somebody who's going to whoop your ass. But when I think in terms of consequences, I just wish there were consequences. There were pre-consequences. That's what I would like. Pre-consequences. Something that warns you in a big way before you do something dumb. Because a lot of times we don't even realize how dumb some of the things we do are. Right? You don't realize how many times you almost got killed by somebody. Because you weren't paying attention, like a person that zips through an intersection, right? And almost gets hit by a Mack truck. He didn't even see the Mack truck almost hit him. Everybody else saw, but he's too busy blasting his music and showing off how fast his car is. Hey, I made the light. Ha <laughs> ha. Not realizing that a Mack truck almost turned his punk ass into tapioca pudding. He needs to know somebody should go to his house. Listen, uh, here's a picture of the Mack truck that almost fucked you up. See right there? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, you ran through that red light. That's an industrial area. There's a whole lot of high speed Mack trucks going on and off the freeway off ramps at 40 miles an hour, and you almost got hit by one, you stupid bastard. And that may be enough to slow that jackass down. He now knows the consequences of being the douchebag that zipped through an intersection, even though zipping through an intersection should be enough of a warning. I mean, think about it. Think about the pre consequences that existed with, say, um, when they would put those big traffic lights in, in dangerous intersections, because if you if it's a dangerous intersection and you are in that city, you should automatically know it's a dangerous intersection. Couldn't you tell by all the chalk outlines on the street by the people that thought they could run across and got their dumb asses run the hell over? Hey, that's a, so that's a nice uh, graphic design they have on the street with all these chalk marks. What is that? Some kind of a Mayan symbol that lets people know that the, it's a wonderful place to be and it's a, a, a kid friendly city. Uh, no, that's all the people that got ran the hell over by jackasses. Oh, this must be a dangerous intersection. <laughs> you know what the dangerous intersections are, but everybody thinks they can make it. But when they put those traffic cameras up and they said, you got 90 days, what you're going to get in the mail is what would have been a ticket and what will be a ticket 90 days from now. And it's going to show your face and your license plate. You're going to see before the consequences cost you some money. You're going to see what the consequences will be. When you go through that intersection and people started getting those things in the mail. I made it. I made it. Oh, crap. And he's this ticket would be a hundred dollars. Watch out. Drive safely. Don't do that again. Pre consequences. I wish we could do pre consequences all the time. When people run those red lights, when it's then within 90 day grace period, when the new traffic light shows up and they would have gotten the ticket. You know what they need to do? They need to show in the picture the car. Him or her the license plate, and then it should be a big high-definition picture of somebody that got crushed up in a car accident because of a jackass like them. That's right, I said it. You need to see the results of you being a dumbass. We need that in our personal lives, too. You know? And you see people people that... I've seen women that were with their husbands, and their husbands are way too flirty, and you can see... And I'm, I'm not even with the woman, and I'm looking at her going, oh, she's mad. He doesn't even notice it. He doesn't realize that slowly she's becoming 
annoyed with him. And slowly, whatever she feels for him is slowly dying. It's draining out the same way a slow leak in, a, in your kitchen drain goes out when you put that draino in for the first time. It's draining out her affection for this dumb bastard because he's looking at the waitress's tits too long. And he's like, hey, girl, hey, what do you name the other one? Because <laughs> your name Betty is on one of your tags. And the tags over is one, one over one of your breasts. And by seeing that, I'm implying that your name, your left titty's named Betty. And I then said, what do you name the other one? Because I was assuming that they're both tits have different names. <laughs> Isn't that funny, honey? I sat there staring at another woman's breast, even though you got all dressed up and your breasts are delicious also. But instead of looking at the breasts that I have actually, that are equally beautiful, that I have actually have permission to slurp on and play with, and that this is our date night and you had planned on having sex with me, yet I spent 74.3% of my night looking at another woman's tits and talking about them. <laughs> Isn't that funny, honey? Yeah, it's real funny, you bastard. <laughs> right? And some women just let it fester and 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 heat up and heat up and heat up. And then the tea kettle goes off and she sticks a fucking sewing needle in your foot. What'd you do that for? Remember six months ago? That's why they're mad. They didn't give you the pre-consequences to the stuff you were doing. Like if she popped him in the back of his head when he was looking at those tits, he would have known. Oh, I better stop talking about titties in front of my wife. Women do the same thing. Don't be squeezing some other dude's bicep and rubbing his stomach. Oh, look, Bill. Look at his stomach. Don't do that shit in front of your husband. You don't want to see that shit. Don't do it when he's not there, but definitely don't do it when he's there. You're going to make him look like a douchebag. Now, you can't hit your wife, but you can go, dude, what the hell are you doing? Would you like it if I was playing with some woman's titties in front of you? Would you like that? Well, no, I didn't think it was that serious. Well, it is that serious. You made me look like an ass. There's, there's a way to, to, to be respectfully let a person know that you think they've done a great job in sculpting their body, but you don't have to do that and be ridiculously disrespectful to me in front of everybody. Listen, I just wanted to let you know, if this is what, if this is, I'm not going to say, we're going to be cool after this if you don't do something like that anymore. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to be that disrespectful to me, I can't be around you. Now she knows what the pre-consequences are. She knows if she gets too overly flirty, you're not going to allow that. You're not going to like it. You're not going to be around for it. You don't have to yell at her. You don't have to be an asswipe about it. You don't have to be passive aggressive. But you just let her know, don't do that shit. We need to have pre-consequences to things to let people know you can't do that anymore. Please don't do that. Pre-consequences. You got prenups. We need pre-consequences, damn it. <laughs> You know, and that's what I always uh, that's what I, that's one of those things. But that's why I always say if somebody's doing something that annoys you, don't wait. Let them know as soon as you possibly can. Let them know that there's going to be some consequences to that action. Let them know early on. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you get the sniffles, you need to take the coldies. I don't know if that actually works, but you get the uh, you get what I'm saying. You got to shut it down. Shut it down quickly. You know. That's why I always say, man, we got to have pre-consequences. You got to get that 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 uh, 90 day before the 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 uh before the red light camera becomes active and they start spitting out the tickets. You got to give you that early pre-ticket. And we should do that to everybody. I mean, if you think about it, there was a place where uh, they had uh, the um uh on the side of I think, yeah, it's side of cigarette packets. Instead of going, the Surgeon General says some stuff that you're not going to read and you're going to smoke the cigarettes anyway. So why am I even putting any words in here? You're not paying attention to this shit. They started putting pictures of like long people's messed up lungs and cancer tongues and all that crap on the side of the pack. Didn't stop anybody from smoking. They were going, hey, man, 
Look at this picture right here. Ain't that cool? <laughs> puff, puff, puff. They didn't give a crap, but at least you think you can't. You said, listen, I showed you a picture of what your mouth's going to look like if you keep smoking and what your lungs will look like if you keep smoking. It wasn't some some dry ass words on the side of a package that you would not pay attention to. This was pictures and they were gross and you saw them and that's it. That's your that's your ass. I don't don't ask for any damn sympathy when your whole face looks like this guy right here. That's your problem pre-consequences now you know you don't have to wait till you get cancer now you know that this is going to happen you're going to get something something bad's going to happen to you now you know i wish we could do that everywhere man i wish we could do that everywhere i wish we had a group of people you know the nsa is all up in everybody's ass they know everything about us i wish instead of instead of spying on us because you know 99.9999999999% of the people aren't doing anything that you're going to want to prosecute them for anyway, since you're already listening to us, and since we can't get you the fuck out of our business, shouldn't the NSA use their special gifts? You know what you need to do? You need to use your special gifts and your nosy asses to give people pre-consequences to the stuff they're going to do. You know everything already. You should let you should let people know when they're about to fuck up. You should do it, NSA. And just want to let you know that NSA, um, um, I, I personally want to let you know that I'm cool with you. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, if there's any kind of embarrassing things about uh, me that, that you may have stumbled across from back in the day, <clears throat> any uh, surveillance film of, you know, me doing stuff, the girls butts in the back of cars and uh, in the parking lots of, uh, you know, bu buildings and stuff like that. I would like to say that, I mean, I personally agree that you, you should be able to listen to things and that, that uh, you should definitely not bring those film out of me banging women and doing things to their butts while, while, while in parking lots <clears throat> during the eighties and nineties. I just, you know, if you have, if those films exist, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that they do exist, but if those things exist, I would say that because I agree with you, it would be, it would be good if you, you know, were to put those someplace and, and agree not to show those to people. <clears throat> I know what you're thinking, podcast arts. You're probably going, Hey man, how are you going to suck up to the NSA? when you know, you don't like what the NSA does. And I would have to say to you, podcast audience, where did you get the idea that I have something against the NSA? <laughs> I mean, that is, that is, a, what do you mean from my tweets? Those tweets were jokes. I'm all for the NSA listening in on everybody because, you know, <laughs> because, because there's some stuff I did that I don't want to come out. In the, nah, they might be able to go back and find it. <laughs> don't judge me, you bastards. Don't judge me. Okay, you beard bastards. Let's talk about something interesting thing here. Um, you know what I noticed? And this is, this is kind of an interesting thing and I never really paid much attention to it before. But there are certain people um, who basically have made the decision if they don't find you sexually attractive, you don't exist to them. You know what I mean? Because everybody has a, a, a public face that they put on, a little smile that they give everybody. Hey, how's it going? Hey, nice weather we're having. Hey, everybody has that. And for the most part, if you run across another human being that's not a complete piece of crap, you will at least give them that. But there are some people, if they don't find you physically attractive or sexually attractive, they won't even give you that. And it's not really a big deal uh, if you're in a ridiculously attractive person, because you everybody finds you attractive. If, if you're Billy Handsome or Susie Sexy, everyone finds you attractive. So you always, oh, hi, how you doing, baby? Would you like some of this? Would like, we need a little extra Chinese food. We can have that. The banks are coming here to the lubrication shop. We're going to lubricate your car, but you know, we're going to throw in a little extra oil just for you. <laughs> and get guys get the same thing. Oh, would you like a little extra? Oh, you know what? I really like that. Here's a little extra something for you. You know, 
know, you can cut in line. You know what? Why don't you come in the back? I can help you out. And they get everything. The really, really attractive people. But when you got the, the goofy looking people like me or slight or average looking people like me, when I run across a normal person, I still get the same thing. Hey, how's it going? Whoa. Hey, how's it going? Nice weather we're having. But if you run across those people that don't pay attention to or even acknowledge the people that they don't find attractive, oh my goodness, they won't even look at you. Yes, I'm next in line. Yes, scum, what? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, my, my name is actually uh, um, S. Anthony. And uh, is the S for sleaze bag, scum, waste of time, die? Whoa. And then some good looking guy comes in. How are you doing? Oh, no problem. This guy doesn't need anything. Uh, yes, I, I do need need something right now. This is an emergency room. Yeah, and it's an emergency for him. You go someplace and set yourself on fire and die, please. <laughs> Because I remember it was a, I was in line at a supermarket, and there was this beautiful young girl. She was like super duper mega ultra hot, and she's like a model. And you know everything that doesn't that didn't revolve around her was annoying. She didn't want to pay attention to it. She didn't want to hear anything anyone else had to say. Didn't want to hear it, and didn't have any time for anything that wasn't that mirror in her hand or the money coming in. She was actually ringing up people without looking at them or acknowledging them. So the guy in front of me is Billy Handsome. She's like, do you have a coupon? He's smiling all in his face, finding excuses to touch his hand. There's a bunch of regular looking people back there with ice cream, things that could melt, milk, eggs, and she's all up in this dude's face. And he's eating it up. Yeah, whatever, honey. <laughs> he's alpha mailing her out. He was going. He's, you know, you can see him flexing his biceps as he picks up a pack of gum. Oh, look at that! And we're going. Really, it was the gum that heavy? The gum was so heavy that you had to do that. Really? Now he's now he's actually doing power squats with the gum, dude. Really? It's gum. You don't have to do squats with gum. Now he's doing kettlebell exercises with a with a bag with the soda in it, dude. Come on. And she's just. <laughs> So the guy in front of me gets up there, and he's not, now I'm like, I'm okay looking. The guy in front of me is oh, it's like, ooh, to her. So she's looking up, uh, yes, worm, die, scum. I would like to purchase this, um, yes, whatever, loser, die. Right? Now he's kind of a heavy set guy. So he puts up ice cream, and she looks at the ice cream, looks at him, looks at the ice cream, looks at him, and goes this. <laughs> Why did she? You know what I mean? There was no. There, she, she, she's like, it, it was almost as if she was thinking, I can't insult him to his face by saying anything because I lose my job, but I can't look at him with a complete disgust. Mm. Right? Now the guy did have some fatty foods there, but that's his choice. He put some cheese up. <sighs> cheese. Mm. Let me put this cheese next to this ice cream. Mm. <laughs> right? I come up there. She just completely ignores me. Thanks, sir. Thank you very much for your service. Get out. Uh, I didn't get my change. Here's your change. And she throws it on the floor and kicks it. Pick it up and die. Okay, she didn't throw it on the floor and kick it, but you get the point. But the funny thing about it is when you have the people that are really universally attracted to really super-duper good-looking people, there is a small sliver of people of the opposite sex of the person who don't find pretty, super-pretty boys and um, that type of person attractive. They like cute people, like me. Goofy-looking people, like me. They like that. They prefer that to the to to Harry Handsome, and it's and it's the best thing in the world. 
You know how much fun it is to go into a bank and there's a really cute girl behind the counter and Harry Handsome thinks that he's going to go up there and charm her and he walks up to the counter. How you doing? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you want? Um, you know, I was wondering. Uh, <laughs> then he does his bicep flex picking up the pen at the bank. <laughs> She's going, you know, you can have those pens, sir. You don't have to keep uh, lifting it up and down. I know I can see that you have the pen. You know, you can take the pen. Is there anything else you need? Because I really need to help. And I walk up there. <laughs> She's all in my face. <laughs> you have nice dimples. <laughs> and he's looking back like, what the, what, what, what is this? Is this some kind of parallel universe? I'm the good-looking one here. He's just some regular dude. What the hell is going on? And I look back at him like, yeah, you're in my world now, bitch. <laughs> this is a world where women like average-looking dudes. You don't belong here. This is our part of the universe. Your, your superpower of looks don't mean a damn thing here, you bastard. That's right. Those of us that are average looking and under six feet tall, this is where we rule. This is our world. Your kind isn't welcome. Get out, you disgusting, worthless, good-looking, over six feet tall bastard. Now go get into your BMW and get out of here and have sex with your supermodel girlfriend. That's right. You don't want to settle for that kind of loser life with your in-shape self, with your money, and everybody giving you stuff because you look good. We don't need that here. We like working harder for things. We love it. I love working twice as hard to get the results you get. I love it. I love having to get on my tiptoes to get off get things off of a top shelf when you can just reach right across and grab it. Oh, there's no, there's no, there's no... Uh, reason that you should be able to do that that doesn't make you better you make me sick with your over six foot self you bastard now let me get into my toyota camry that's parked right next to your tesla model s that's right i see your tesla model x of course i saw your tesla model s you got outside and you were doing push-ups on top of it who gets on top of their own car and does push-ups to get attention and when you started doing those michael jackson dance steps on the roof that was kind of dumb because, quite frankly, you have a sunroof and you fell through. That was, that was kind of embarrassing. I, I understood the point you were trying to make, that you that you wanted to draw attention to yourself. But doing Michael Jackson dance steps on top of your Tesla Model S when you have a sunroof and then you break the sunroof by falling through, that was kind of stupid. That really didn't, that, that was kind of dumb. That, you know what, I just realized something. Even though you're a tall, good-looking guy with money, you're really kind of an idiot. So, you know, there's really no reason to be jealous of you. I really don't, I really don't think there's a reason to be jealous of you. Now, get out of the bank while I talk to this cute chick who likes dudes like me the average looking and one three quarters of an inch below average height type guy like me this is what she wants now get out okay none of that happened but um listen <laughs> you know what really happened was there, there was there was a, a lady at um that was working at a place and, and it was really it's really weird to watch people that don't pay much attention to people because they think that they're beneath them. They really think that the people that they're dealing with are lower, all down there, while they're up here, and you're down there, but they're up here, and you're down there. And that's really an interesting thing to say, to see, I should say. Because if you notice, most of the time, a people, people that actually think that you're beneath them, using their own criteria, if you look at it from the outside... The attitude that makes them completely disrespect people on a regular basis and treat them badly. In the estimation of anybody looking at it objectively, it actually lowers them below other people. Not that you want to do it yourself. You aren't lowering them below other people. They're lowering themselves under other people. 
Because if you're the kind of person that, that treats everybody with love and respect from the beginning, and that's your default position, you exist, I'm going to treat you with respect and love. I'm going to be cool to you because you exist. You're nothing better than that, right? You know? I mean, that's how I treat people. That's how I treat you guys, right? I've actually met a couple of you guys, and you were nice to me, and I was nice to you. You know? You could have asked for an autograph or something. You didn't have to just walk up to me and say, hey, I hear your stuff and I like it. You could have, you know, you could have, you know, you could have screamed and chased me down the street like a hard day's night with the Beatles. You could have done that. You, you know, you didn't, you know, I know in an earlier podcast I talked about how much I don't necessarily want to be super duper mega ultra famous. And that's the truth. I don't necessarily need that. But I, w- I would like a couple of a couple of hot women to just kind of jump out of their moving car, see me walking down the street and say, that's the guy that says goofy shit in this podcast. And then run down the street screaming and then throw panties and stuff at me. That, w- that would be kind of cool. <laughs> You're not going to do that, are you? You're really not going to do that. You're just going to walk up and say, I think your stuff is cool. Give me a kiss on the cheek and then walk away. <sighs> okay, I'll, I'll take that. Is there any way you can, any, any way you uh, ladies, y'all, like like when you come up to me and say, I like your podcast and I think it's funny and I think some of the stuff you say is interesting and poignant and all. I like all of that stuff. But, you know, I mean, um, you know, getting your butt squeezed is a good thing, too. So, you know, if you want to throw in a butt squeeze, you know, after you, if you give me the compliments, the verbal compliments are nice, but a nice squeeze of my ass while you say it would be good. If you just grab the butt and go, look at that juicy ass right there. Not only is your podcast good as happening, but you got to you squeeze on your butt. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do that, are you? No, I didn't think you were going to do that. <sighs> By the way, dudes, um, I, I don't want you doing that. Don't, don't, don't you do that. You, you, you got to give me a, I want a high five from you. You can give me the bro hug and the high five and then you know, say some nice stuff. Then as you're walking away, turn around to me and give me the Isaac from the love boat, double finger point as you walk away and the thumbs up and that kind of thing. That'd be kind of cool. But if you know anyone, any ladies that also like the podcast, you know, if you if you could encourage them to give me a nice buttock squeeze while they say nice things about the podcast, that would be good. I, I would like that. That would, that would that would be nice. You're not going to do that, are you? You're not going to do that. No. All right. Well, I tried. Segment over. Well, hello, hello. There's another segment of me coming online, you sick bastards. You know what? I went to visit my mother, and you know, let me tell you something right now. I'm actually recording this on the road. Well, actually, not the road. I'm going, I'm visiting relatives. So this is not exactly some kind of glamour trip. Not that I take any glamour trips, but I, I should, because I'm a very impressive, impressive man. Impressive man. But I went to visit my mother. And you love your mom. I love my mom. Of course you do, you know. My mom's a great lady, and I'm sure your mothers are great people, too. But the thing is, I used to have to give, she used to give me a hard time because I was, she has a computer and I was trying to get her to go online. And in the beginning, it was like pulling teeth. It was, you, I don't know, I don't know. I just want to check email. I don't want to do any of that YouTube stuff and that twit, Twitter and all that. And then, you know, how they mispronounce everything, you know, <laughs> like every social networking site, they mispronounce it in a way so badly that you didn't even know which social networking site the hell they're talking about. But the thing is, once they get onto the social networking sites, they really, really dig it. They really enjoy it. They, 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 they enjoy it. And unfortunately, because they enjoy it, they become more comfortable with it. And because they become more comfortable with it, they start to explore the web a little more. And as they explore the web a little more, they start to see things that they really don't need to be seeing. You see, they have 
things that you can use to protect your children from seeing things on the internet, but I want something that protects our parents, any old person, from seeing things on the internet, because you know what that means. They're going to see things that they don't need to be seeing, and they're going to start asking you to have conversations you don't want to have. Now, there's one thing when someone sees porno. If your mom or your dad sees porno, no one gives a crap. Let's be honest. If it wasn't for the things that are done in porno movies, you wouldn't be here. So that's not a big deal. Your mother will not ask you if she sees two people getting it on online. She's not going to bring that up to you. She's going to be embarrassed to bring it up to you. She's probably going to be watching it. She might actually be watching it with your dad, and they might even start trying that stuff. Have you ever gone to your parents' house and both of them have lower back issues? Please, that's not because of old age. That's because they tried to get it on on the trampoline and they're both 80 and they shouldn't have done that shit in the first place. Those old dirty bastards. That's right, I said it. But let's keep it real here. Sometimes there are things that come along that when a parent brings it up, and I'm talking, I'm a grown-ass man. When a parent brings it up, you're going, why are you trying to talk to me about that? What is wrong with you? I actually said to my mother one time when she brought something up. Sorry, there was a fly that just flew at me, little bastard. That uh, that she said to me, what is this? And she mentioned some stuff that she saw online. And I knew what it was because I watch, I mean, I've heard of uh, that stuff that where people get it on online. I don't actually know what it's called when people have sex in front of a camera because I'm too refined to actually partake of such things. <laughs> because I don't know, I don't know what that stuff is. I've, I've heard people like to watch other people get it on online, but I'm not really sure uh, what those what those things are called. I, I I personally, like I said, I'm shifting in the chair not because I'm uncomfortable with the fact that you disgusting people watch other people get it on online. I personally, like I said, am too refined to watch any of that kind of stuff because that that's just wrong. I'm I'm a very very uh, you know very very normal guy who. Uh, only uh, uh, has sex one time per year in the missionary position and make sure that as soon as it starts feeling good, I stop because I'm I'm so pure as the driven snow. <laughs> Nobody's believing that, right? You probably follow me on Twitter and you know that's not true, right? Yeah, well, don't judge me, you bastards. Well, let me tell you something. Like I said, there's certain things you don't want to hear your mother bringing up. You don't want to hear it. Mom, please stop. Don't know, no, no. I remember one time when she actually brought something up, and I just, I'm never rude to my mom. I mean, sometimes, just like anybody else, your mom, your dad, your uncle, they start rambling on about crap, and your eyes glaze over, and you try your best to not jump out of a window and try to land on your head on purpose, or you try, you know. But she comes up to me, and... It was one of my aunts that did this. It was, I'm not even going to bring up what my mother saw. I'm not doing it because she might listen to this and I'm still in the will. So, you know, it is what it is. You screw y'all people. Shut up. I'm not gonna, don't judge me, damn it. But I don't think I'm in any of my aunt, my aunt's will. So let's let's bust her out and talk about all her sick shit, okay? <laughs> she might listen to this too, really? Yeah. She still got those guns? She does? Really? She, well, maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't bring her, her up there either because... I mean, I don't think she'd intend to shoot me, but she might, you know, shoot a warning shot and then, you know, might accidentally hit me with it, you know, because she's, you know, she's not, oh, God, I don't, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this, but uh, what the hell, I already started, damn it, I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it, I'm not scared of old people in my family with guns, I'm not scared of them at all, I'll, oh, God, here comes one of them. Be quiet, be quiet, be quiet, she doesn't see that well, she might not know I'm in the room. 
And she's out. Okay, back to back to dissing my old the old people in my family, damn it, with their disgusting perverted ways. <laughs> but that's really that's really a weird thing when you when you when it when a parent, a grandparent, an aunt even a relative that's not an aunt or anything like that. Because Some, sometimes in some families, the re- the way the families line up, you'll have, because uh, I have it in my family, where they have a niece and nephews and nieces and uncles where they're, because of the ages of the children uh, back in the day, uh, they line up to the point where an, an aunt is five years older than an uncle. I have a nephew that's like three years younger than me. I mean, it's all sorts of weird crap like that. So in those situations, it's not really that big of a deal. But when it's your mom, your dad, your uncle, your aunt, your grandma, and they start asking you what golden showers are, it's like, oh, God, oh, oh, God, why do you even know what that is? Oh, God, oh, oh, God. And you want to lie to them, but they're sitting right in front of the computer. And this is like, it's like a horror show. Because if you lie to them, they, they're not going to believe you. They're going to look on your face. They've known you your whole life. They know you're lying. And they're going to wait till you walk out of there. And they're going to go look it up. And it's going to be disgusting. I had an I had an older relative. I'm not even going to say which older relative it was. They went on the... They, they actually went online looking for... Legitimately looking for a recipe for a cream pie. And let's just say they did not find a recipe for a cream pie. They found something with the same name on an adult film site. And they saw that. And they had to decide. It's Anthony, you're not going to believe this. I went online. I was trying to find some new recipes. And I went on there. I was going to do an apple pie. But, you know, I've, I've done so many apple pies, and everybody knows. I know, I mean, I'm, of course, famous for my apple pies. You know that. Yeah, I, I do love your apple pies. You're going to make another apple pie? Well, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to make an apple pie. But I decided to try something different because I saw on one of those cooking shows where they were using different type of things inside of the pies. And one of the things was a cream pie. And she said that. And they were, you know, how you, some, you, know, you know when the movie where, you know, at that point the movie, the music would be... Impending doom, and I'm going. Please let her move on. Please let her move on because she's on. If she's online and she types in the word cream pie, it's not going to be what she thinks it is. Please tell me. I'm hoping that at some point in this story, hopefully in the next couple of seconds, she's going to move off of cream pie and move on to peach pie or any other kind of pie. Hope, please, 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 God, do not let this older lady, who's very sweetheart old lady, who's even though she's up there in age, is a very innocent old lady, very pure type old lady. Please, God, please don't let her type in cream pie into Google search. Please, please, please. So I typed in cream pie to Google search. God, what is wrong? Why? Why? Why, God? Why? 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 I know I'm supposed to ask you why that there's all these tragedies in the world. And I'm not the most religious person in the world. I'm basically right now just covering my bases. But why did you do that? Why? 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 Please tell me that the first thing that came up was an actual cream pie. Some kind of pie made with cream or a pudding pie, something like that. And I typed in cream pie, and the first thing they came up with this wonderful recipe with the cream and the this. And I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But the computer was going kind of slow, so I refreshed the page and I typed in cream pie. But this time I made a mistake, and instead of typing cream pie as two words, I typed it in as one word. Why, God, why? Why? Why are you doing this? 
Why did you have to make me come over after she did this? Because she's going to ask questions and I don't want to answer them. I'm not going to want to answer these questions. Why did you do this to me? And there were these, these, these girls. Oh, geez, please, please stop. Please stop her now. Please stop her now. I'm begging you. Somebody, please drive a car through the wall. This house has insurance. They can pay for it. Uh, they can they get in the hotel room. Anything to break up this conversation. And I don't even understand. I don't even know what was going on. These people were having, you know, relations. And then and then she described what she saw. And I'm going, why is she locking in on this topic? Can't she see right now that I'm about to vomit on the floor in front of her? Why is she bringing this up? Why? 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 And that's happened with many relatives. It's the same thing when you're a little kid and uh, your parent, your parents or your grandparents or whoever the specific uh, caretaker who's a relative is, is, is there with you. And maybe you're at their house on the weekend so the parents can go off and have their night of getting it on or just to get away from the kids. And you're watching and then you're sleeping, you're sleeping upstairs and then they're watching the romantic movie and, and not even though an adult film, just a movie where there's people getting it on in the PG or even an R rated way. And then you come downstairs and you see some guy on top of a girl and he's moving up and down and up and down and she's oh he's like oh yeah 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 you know and he goes what are they doing get back upstairs get upstairs get upstairs don't you get back upstairs because all they're thinking is oh my god i'm gonna send this kid home and he's gonna start talking about people banging and getting it on and doing all sorts of stuff and they're gonna think i'm some kind of bad caretaker that happens all the time you know when, when, when some kind of uncomfortable crap shows up and you just wanted to stop god oh i was watching the movie with my grandfather and we were my grandfather used to love cowboy movies he loved eddie murphy movies he loved and we, we liked stuff with you know i was a little baby and then we became a teenager and everything and we used to watch movies where people you know, basically were dudes we're dudes. We're watching people beat each other up, stuff blowing up, stuff falling all over the place. That's what dudes watch, and we were both dudes. And then we watched this movie, and it came on cable, and it looked like it was going to be a movie where with a bad plot and stuff blowing up. In other words, men kind of movie. The story doesn't make any sense. Hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? I'm the bad guy, and I'm going to do something ridiculously bad right now to illustrate to the audience that I'm a really bad guy. I'm going to walk through this park where there's a bunch of kids, and I'm going to push a kid off a swing. I'm going to knock over somebody's check checkerboard table. I'm going to punch an old lady in the face, and then I'm going to go in and rob a store, and then I'm going to blow, I'm going to set stuff on fire. It's not necessary for me to set stuff on fire, but I need to... Make sure that everyone knows that I'm the bad guy. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm the good guy. I'm going to walk down. I'm going to get a kitten out of a tree. And I'm going to help someone fly a kite. And an old lady's going to walk into the street. And I'm going to jump out and grab her. And she's going to say, thank you, sonny. And I'm going to, not a problem, young uh, young lady. Young lady. <laughs> That's the movie when it came on. And we thought, this is great. This script sucks. The acting blows. Everything's implausible. And within about five seconds, dudes are going to be beating the crap out of each other. This movie is for dudes. Let's sit down and watch it. And within 17 minutes, there's a lady bent over a sink and a guy thrusting behind her. And my grandfather's looking at the screen and he's like, Oh, your boy, why don't you go in the back and give me some coffee? I'm, I'm watching this, Grandpa. Get in the kitchen, damn it. Uncomfortableness. And that uncomfortableness is uncomfortableness supreme. So when I got my mother online, I was going, Please, God. 
It's bad enough your grandmom and your aunts ask you what a cream pie is and the golden showers is. Then you walk into the room and you watch your mother turn on some stuff and you see the name of a porn site come up and you're going, you got, why did I turn off the pop-up blocker so she can watch her stupid recipe things? And then she thing comes on and you're like hey mom you know what um your phone's on the floor let me um set, let me set your computer up real quickly i'm watching this oh, no, 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 no. i'll take care of it and then you get over to the computer quickly and you get that porno thing off just in time so she doesn't have to see it and you realize it's going to be a good day because you didn't have to watch your mom accidentally turn on some disgusting porno then you walk down the stairs and you head out. I'm going away, Mom. Okay, I'm going to go back home, Mom. I've got a long ride. Take care. Okay, baby, you take care of yourself. All right, Mom. Take care. Then you go to the front door and you open it and close it. And you realize you didn't lock it. And then you walk back in and you hear your mother upstairs. Damn it! That bastard erased all my porno tabs. I had those things bookmarked so I could watch this good old-fashioned porn and he messed it up. Damn it. Mom! Just kidding. <laughs> I'm ashamed of you. And then you leave. And you realize life isn't what you thought it was. That's disgusting. Okay, none of that happened. But you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Your older relatives get online and there's all sorts of stuff that you, you just don't want. I, re- I don't mind being the IT person. But what I really don't want is I don't want them asking me stuff. It's, you know what I mean? I was like, Ma, I just said, Ma, here's, the, here's, here's uh, the Urban Dictionary. If anything disgusting comes up, please look it up there. Get the definitions. And please, whatever you do, do not under any circumstances bring any of this crap up to me in conversation. Because if you do, I'm going to stick my fingers in my ears, go la, 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 la. And I'm going to run downstairs and I'll see you on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's right. I said it. You know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you people don't know what I'm talking about, damn it. (laughs) Segment over. Okay, you weird bastards. I'm actually in the car right now. I'm driving to pick somebody up. And uh, this is going to be kind of a rolling rolling revelation, revelation, whatever the fuck. Who cares? I almost ran over somebody. Just kidding. No, I didn't. Rolling, uh, rolling rap, I guess I should say. I'm not actually naming the segment. I just feel like being a douchebag for a second. <laughs> but I'm actually driving down the street and I'm heading towards someone. I got to drive someone somewhere. And uh, let me ask you a question. You ever gotten to the point where, you know, you're, you're going through your life and you realize that some of the people around you aren't necessarily as supportive as you thought they were? And what I mean by that is I don't necessarily mean that they're going out of their way to do anything bad to you. They're not wishing you uh, ill will overtly. They're not saying, oh, I hope you fail or anything like that. But you got to ask yourself a question. If you tell someone that you're in a hurry and you know, and they know where you're going, this road is horrible. <laughs> this is like, it's like, it's not like you were, it's not like one of those situations where you're going, I hope I don't hit a pothole. It's almost like you're deciding which pothole you want to hit. You know, it's like, okay, I'll take one of the medium sized potholes because these big potholes if I ran into one of these big potholes, I'll wind up and not fucking wind up on the other side of the planet somewhere, you know. But uh, you got to when you look, you look at the people around you, you try to figure out uh, whether they 
actually wants you to succeed or not, man. It's really weird. You tell somebody that you're going someplace and that's a hurry, you're in a hurry, that it's important to you, and then they don't speed up. A person that actually wants you to be successful will go, oh, 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 oh. you know, we'll talk tomorrow. You know, we'll, we'll do this tomorrow. You know, hope everything works out. You know, you know what, next time, uh, you know, you go ahead, go take care of that. Or they'll ask you if there's a way that they can help you out. That's what a normal person does. That's what I do. If I'm, if I'm doing something with a friend that's important to me, but there's something that's important to them in their life that they need to take care of. And me annoying them, talking to them or being around them at the time is, is kind of taken away from what they, what, what they need to do. I'm the hell out of there. And I was dating a, a lady uh, and she had to study for a sales test. Right now, I'll be honest with you. I hadn't seen her in a, in a couple of in a few days because of work, because of my job and because I was out of the city. And I'll be honest with you. I just wanted to come back to town and jump on top of her. You know, she was my girlfriend at the time and I wanted to jump on top of her and get that good stuff. But she had a sales training coming up very, very soon. So, yeah, I could have gone over there and said, come on, forget about that sales training for a couple hours. Let me get that butt. But I didn't do that. I went over there and, you know, and I could see she was, in the, in the, you know, I mean, she wanted to get it on just as much as I did. But the thing is, she also knew she had to do this sales training. So what I did was when I went over there, instead of trying to, you know, get it on with her, I said, you know what? How about this? I'll make up. Give me your sales training book. All right. And while you're reading another section, while you're reading another section, I'll write out flashcards of the stuff that you know you're going to be t- of the of the answers I'll write them out by hand and then I will test you and drill and I will drill you you know on the on the um on the questions of course you know let's be honest I wanted the drill of the other way too you know what I'm saying <laughs> okay I wasn't actually going to say that but as soon as I said drill I know you sick bastards were immediately thinking the other kind of drilling you know what I'm saying <laughs> and I'm not that kind of guy you sick freaks okay just, just calm down so I just wanted to hammer home uh, that she needed to um, to study and that I wanted to help her out study. <laughs> hammer home. Yeah, I wanted to come into her home and hammer her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you guys are a bad influence. But what, what happened was I, I, I went over there. Like I said, I drew up the flashcards from her, her work. And as she was completing sections of the book, I, I, re- I was reading the book uh, next to her. And I was writing out uh, questions that I thought would come up on the test because I had taken a similar sales training myself. So I wrote out the stuff and I just, I just drilled and drilled and we just went over and over and over and over and over again. And I got there, I literally, I got there at three o'clock in the afternoon and I didn't leave until three o'clock in the morning. And, uh, and I want, cause I wanted to make sure I wanted to facilitate her. I mean, she was my woman. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to facilitate her passing the test. I cared about her. Yes. I wanted to bend her over. Yes. I wanted to get it on with her. Yes. She looked extra good cause she didn't expect me to come over and she was in her drawers. Well, it wasn't actually drawers, but it might as well have been drawers. But once I realized she needed help, and I know that it was important to her. I just told my, you know, I basically looked at my penis and said, look, shut up. Shut your mouth. Actually, you don't have a mouth. But whatever, well, shut up whatever you are. Just shut it up. This, what's more important is that your woman needs help with this test. So I did whatever I could to help her with the test. You know, and she passed the test. And to me, even though I wanted to get up in her, it was more important to me that she passed that test because it was important to her. And I helped her do that. And when you look at the people around you, when you realize these suckers are not exactly helping you out when it comes to the stuff that's important to you, you got to ask yourself a question. Why is this person around me? This person can't at least leave me alone when I'm trying to do something, when I'm trying to accomplish something, and that person's got to go. You know? Now, granted, right after the test, um, I went over there. We had a celebration dinner. 
I took her to dinner to celebrate. We high-fived. Um, and then I took her to Vegas and banged her for three straight days until both of us had scoliosis of the spine. <laughs> I mean, come on. This, I'm still S. Anthony. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you knew I was going to get the good stuff. Ow! You know, she was the biggest winner in Las Vegas because she had three days of sex with me. So, you know, that's a, that's a win for everybody. <laughs> Don't judge me, you bastards. But that's the thing, man. You have to take that into consideration and really, really think in terms of um, who's going to be around you and, um, you know, how important it is to have people around you that are support. Because inertia applies to mass, you know, objects in motion stay in motion objects at rest stay at rest but i think the inertia it's a little different in human beings and in life it's not like that i mean it's very similar insofar as objects in motion stay in motion if you're an object in motion if you're constantly trying to achieve some stuff and you're constantly working towards it and busting your ass yeah you're going to stay in motion because you're going to start seeing success even if it's a little bit of success just like when you work out you may not think that you lost weight you look on the scale you only lost two pounds and you busted your ass but then when you have to run for a cab and you you, you run down the street and you jump over a park bench that you that you couldn't even have climbed over a month ago, and you catch that bus, you realize, well, I may not necessarily have lost weight on the scale, but look at what I was able to do. I was able to play with my kids a little more. I was able to run across, run up the steps a little more. I was able to pick up something that I couldn't pick up before. I was able to open up that bottle of ketchup my damn self instead of having to ask somebody else to do it. And you realize you have that ability all of a sudden, you know? So... That's what I'm saying. You know, you look around you and ask yourself, what are these people doing? You know, the inertia in real life is different. Inertia in real life is if you're in motion, you will stay in motion. But here's the difference. When you're at rest, you don't stay at rest. You slide back. In real life, unlike mass, you know, you don't stay in one place. You move back. You think you're staying in one place. It looks like you're staying in one place, but you're not. You know, I mean, if you really think about it, this, this planet is spinning as fast as shit and traveling through the universe fast as hell, but it doesn't feel like we're moving. You can't notice it. And it's the same thing when you have jackasses around you who are dragging you down. You don't notice it. You don't notice they're slowing you down. You don't notice they're in the way. You don't notice they're causing you harm. You don't notice they're making you feel like crap. You don't notice that they're messing with you. You don't notice it. You know, until it's too late. And then you look back and you go, oh, shit. I should have went to that school, but they said I, w- I wasn't going to be able to do it. I should have went to that school, but they said I wasn't going to be able to make it. I should have done that. I should have asked that girl out. Oh, I should have took that free gym membership. I should have, should have, should have, should have, should have. Fuck should have. And fuck people around you that, that are trying to get in the way. If somebody's getting in the way, they got to go away, you know. Just look at everybody around you. you most people are either anchors or turbo boosts. But there's usually nothing in between. You got too many anchors? If you got a lot of turbo boost and there's a couple of anchors and the anchors are people that you like and they're kind of cool to hang around with. But you got so much turbo boost they can't slow you down? Okay. But if you got a whole bunch of anchors and one turbo boost, you ain't going no place. Just look around. See what you got. And make sure you have more boosters than fucking anchors. Me personally... I'm planning on getting rid of all the fucking anchors. I got rid of most of them. People that are slowing me down and getting in the way and not supportive. I'm getting rid of their asses. Now, I want to preface this with this. When I say supportive, I don't mean someone that just blindly supports you. And even if you're doing something dumb, what? You're going to take crack and go hang gliding? Fantastic. I'm all for it because you want to do it. No. Supporters are people that want you to do well 
And even if they have to tell you you're being a jackass, if you being told you you're a jackass is what's important and what you need to hear to get you going, they'll tell you. That's why I don't have any. It's like, I'm, well, I'm not some famous rich guy. Not yet anyway. But I don't have any yes people around me. My friends will be like, look, um, that sucked. <laughs> you know, and I tell my friends, if you're around me, if we're friends, if something I do sucks, I want to know. You know, if I got bad breath, tell me. Don't let me go around breathing in somebody's fucking face if my breath smells like ass cheeks. You know, don't do that. You know, so when I say supportive, I mean people that want you to succeed and will do what it takes to help you succeed, even if it means telling you you're a dickhead and an idiot. Because sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes you need to hear that shit. So just, I'm not saying this because I, you know, you guys listen to me on a regular basis and I, and I care about what happens to you. I care about what happens to everybody, but let's be honest, my podcast audience, I care more about you people, okay? That's all I'm saying. So, so look around and see what the people around you are doing. And uh, if you got anchors, either get rid of the anchors or minimize your contact with the anchors. If you got turbo boost, have them around, maximize your exposure to the turbo boosts. That's how you win, my friends. And that makes life a better place. And that makes smiles on your fucking face instead of frowns. That's all I got to say. Well, folks, this is the S Machine. That is the end of the S Anthony Says Podcast. I just want to thank you guys very, very much. You know, this is very, very important for me to tell you, cats. Um, I started doing podcasting maybe at the end of October of last year. And my most listened to episode was the very, very first one I ever did. Um, and I didn't think at any point in time, like I said, because it's had almost a year to build up its audience. I really didn't see or think that at any point in time that that episode would uh, be eclipsed at any point in time, anytime soon. You know, because like I said, even though I've been doing it since last October, I still consider myself to be a new podcaster. But as it turns out, the last couple of weeks, uh, thanks to you cats, the last five or six episodes have gone nuts. And literally every last one of them is going gonna, is gonna to pass that episode from a year ago. I mean, think about that. I'm, including the last episode, which was only out, it's only been out a week today. It is literally going to pass, if it hasn't, I hadn't checked the stats this morning. But I think it's, lit, it's literally going to pass that episode that was the, the most listened to episode that I ever had. It's going to pass it. And it happened in a week. And that's mainly, 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 99% of it is because of you guys. Because you guys have been out there telling people about the podcast. You've been recommending me to friends. You've been shouting me out on your social networking sites, your Twitters, your Facebook. You know, you've been writing cool things to me. You know, uh, I'll be completely honest with you. I think it, I consider it a complete honor when people take time out of their day, especially an hour a week, to listen to what I have to say. You know, you kind of expect that when you go to a comedy club and you stand on the stage and you tell funny stories to people, you expect that. But when people go out of their way to listen to what you're saying on a regular basis and come back again and again, and then on the weekends as a whole, there's usually another big blast of people that listen to a bunch of podcasts, including the older ones. Now, and as it turns out from what I've been told, it's other people who were listening for a long period of time. And they decided, you know, I like that one where he said this, and they go back and listen to it again. And there's also been new people coming along. And I want to say very, very sincerely, I want to thank you guys for that. I really do consider it an honor that you give me, little old me, some of your time. You know, that means a lot to me. Um... (laughs) It's just really, I, I, I mean, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to think? When an episode I did last year, almost a year ago, and I look at the stats and I realize an episode I did last Wednesday, that I put online last Wednesday, is about to kick its ass. 
And then I look back at the five or six episodes before that, and they're about to kick its ass. Man, it's because of you guys, and I want to thank you for that. Um, most people ask me, you know, uh, you know, uh, because they've been giving me, you guys have been saying some really cool things in the emails, too. And um, I really appreciate that. It's kind of touching to me, and I, you know, I sincerely appreciate that. Um, people ask me, hey, man, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, I want to support your show, so what do I need to do? Well, I'm going to tell you what you, what I, what you can do, um, and I thank you for asking about that. There's two ways that you can support the show. The first way and the most important way and the way that you, a lot of you have been doing already, and I hope you continue to do so, and I appreciate it if you do, is to listen on a regular basis, which I think a lot of you are doing and a lot of the new people are doing. You know, tell your friends, tell your friends, you know, recommend the podcast. You know, if you're listening to it on any kind of a podcatching service, whether it be one of the, the, the main places that I am, which is Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and um, TuneIn Radio, Obviously, the home base of the podcast is that's Anthony says dot podbean dot com. That's the home base. Um, just recommend people listen to the podcast, and if, you, if, you, if there's a place to give a, a rating, give five star ratings if you can. That would be really really cool if you get an opportunity to do that. Also, I want to shout out people who who donated to the podcast. Obviously, I'm not going to use anybody's names, but I want to thank you for that because, like I said, I never really mentioned it. Until you guys started asking me questions, and I feel like a jackass if I don't answer the question. Um, the only place you can do it, because people have been writing me, it's literally, come on, man. You know, I want to support your podcast, man, but I go, I, I went all through the Stitcher site, all through the iTunes site, and all through TuneIn site, and there is no donate button. Now, how am I supposed to donate? If you want people to donate to your website, to your to your podcast, you got to put a donate button up. It's not there. <laughs> the only place. You know, I've said this before when when the emails came in. The only place that you can donate monetarily, you can give some bread to the podcast, to support the podcast. The only place you can do it is at santhonysays.podbean.com, okay? That's the only place you can do it. You can't do it the other places. So, no more emails of, come on, man, put it on there, man. I appreciate the fact that you want to donate to the to the podcast. Much love to you, and, and I, I keep hope you keep listening, but I'm, of course, going to tease you about the fact that uh, you can't do it there. You can only do it at the... <laughs> you you got to see these emails. Come on, man. Why don't you contact the Stitcher people <laughs> and tell them... <laughs> and tell them to put a donate link up, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, don't, think I, ha- I don't think I can do that. I'm just some chump who's, who, does, who tells funny stories to cool people. So I don't think they'd pay attention to my punk ass. So, like I said, if you want to do that, if you want to... <laughs> if you want to donate... To, the, to support the podcast, the only place you can do it is at santhonysays.podbean.com. Well, the other question is uh, uh, regarding that is that, that the thing has a, uh, the donate thing. It's, it's on the uh, Podbean page on the right-hand side, um, on santhonysays.podbean.com on the right-hand side. It has $5 in there. You don't have to do that. That's just the number that came with the widget. Put in any amount you want. You know, if it's $1, fine. If it's $1.7 billion, even better. <laughs> but for those of you that have, that have requested the information or wanted to know how you could do that that's how you do it and much love to you and thank you so I want to really reiterate there are two ways to support the podcast one, listening, telling people and all that kind of stuff and positive views the monetary thing, if you want to donate some bread to the podcast you do it at the santhonysays.podbean.com and I just thought of a third way that you could actually support the podcast and this is only for hot women. 
getting it on with me on a regular basis. That's what I want. Hot women, that's how you could support the podcast. You, you can listen to, I want you to listen and do all the other stuff that everyone does. But hot women, I think that they're important for you uh, to get it on with me on a regular basis. That, that would be a good way to support the podcast. Yeah. You know, in fact, I think I'm going to have to change the order of that. I think this, to support the podcast, the, the most important way, I used to think that the most important way to support the podcast was to listen and recommend me and all of that kind of stuff and write good reviews. And the second way to, to support the podcast would be by donating to the podcast. And, and yeah, but then I realized that the most important way is for hot women to get it on with me. And the second most important way is to, uh, is to listen and recommend me and all that kind of stuff. And the third most important way is to donate to the podcast. But, some, but yeah, that would... You know, I'm going to have to actually change the order. I think the most important thing is for hot women to get it on with me. The second most important thing is for really pretty women to get it on with me. And then the third is, is to listen to the podcast. Yeah, and then the fourth is to donate some... Well, hold on. Let me think about that for a second. Okay, here's the, here's the new order. The, 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 the best way to support the podcast, hot women get it on with me. Pretty women get it on with me. And then three... Cute women get it on with me, and then four listen to the podcast and recommend me to friends, and then and then and then five is to donate to the podcast if you can do that. that, that hold on, let me, let me change the order here. You know, see, number one, hot women get it on with me. Number two, pretty women get it on with me. Number three, cute women get it on with me, and then number four, women that are specifically my type uh, that love me and think I'm hot no matter what. Y'all can also get it on with me. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of devolved into something stupid, didn't it? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't feel left out, guys. You can also support the podcast in more than just listening to it and or donating to the podcast. You can support this podcast by treating me when you see me in public, treating me the same way you would treat your favorite professional athlete who you grew up with your entire life, who's your hero. Treat me like that in public. If you see me outside, I want you to immediately drop what you're doing. In fact, anyone can do this, men and women. You just stop what you're doing. You stand up, you applaud and you chant as Anthony. As Anthony, and then you run over to where I am, you give me a hug, you give me a high five, you tell me I'm your hero, you pick me up on your shoulders and you carry me around, and you sing, he is the champion, not we are the champions, because this is about me, damn it. You sing, he is the champion, my friends, just get in there and sing it, and then and, and, and hold me up and do that, and then put me back down, and then go back to what you were doing. And then while you're walking away, I want you to give me that Isaac from Love Boat Point, like, hey, you, you you're the one, and then go back to what you're doing. Yeah, so those are all the ways that you can you could actually help out and support the podcast. And I think y'all should actually get down and then get to doing that. I think that's what you should do. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're not going to do any of that? No, you're just, you're just going to listen and maybe donate to the podcast. That's all you're going to do? So there's going to be no getting it on with me, hot ladies and all that? None of that? No, really? I'm, no, really? I'm just going to have to actually be a regular guy that just dates women. And if it works out, it works out. So I'm going to have to be like everybody else. So you're not going to give me any special consideration because my podcast is good? No, really? <sighs> Great. Well, anyway, <laughs> once again, I just want to say uh, very sincerely that I thank you guys. I really do consider it an honor that you listen to the podcast and that you do all the things that you do. And uh, I'm going to keep doing it because it's, I love doing it and because I love um, the interactions with you cats. So this episode is over. But before I go, I just want to say that the home base of the podcast is, as Anthony says, dot podbean dot com. I am also on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and iTunes. That's right. And the email to the podcast and to me is, of course, the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. Much love to every single one of you. 
whether you're someone who's been listening to me for almost for the nearly year that I've been doing this, whether you just came on board and you've been, been some of the cool new people, or to the people in the future who will be listening to this, thank you too. You don't necessarily exist in this, the universe of the S. Anthony Says podcast yet, but if you're in the future and you're listening to this, thank you. Also, could you do me a favor? Could you tell me a Powerball lottery number for mid-October uh, for, for, you know, October, uh, this is October 1st, 2014. Could you give me a lottery number for, you know, tomorrow's lottery number? Could you, is there some way you can do some kind of time thing and you send the number back to me so I could actually win the Powerball number and have lots of money? But is there any way you could do that? No, that's not going to happen, really? Okay. Yeah, well, fuck you people in the future. How dare you not give me the damn lottery numbers? I'm trying, I'm doing a good podcast here, you bastards, and you should give me damn lottery numbers. How dare you? I mean, you, we can both win. You can. We, I'm not just saying that I want to win the Powerball. We can both win the Powerball. I mean, come on. One more person on the Powerball, and you can't. I mean, what's that? What's that? That's not. That's, that'll just shave a few million off. It's not going to kill you. You're going to be rich anyway. You selfish bastards. <laughs> much love to you all, past, present, and future. Much, much love to you, and I consider you hearing this in honor. Thank you, S. Anthony. Out.